You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. If you need a little extra motivation, go read the Instagram posts from our ambassador, CJ Langley. He's got a very, if you need a little extra motivation, go read the Instagram posts from our ambassador, CJ Langley. He's got every excuse in the book to not try as hard as he does, a busy job and a foot injury among them. But he still runs carefully at times, but he realizes reaching goals takes the right shoes, consistency, and no shortcuts. We're glad he's an ambassador for the Navant Health Charlotte Marathon again this year, and even happier that he's here on our Running Around Charlotte podcast to share some positive vibes. CJ, welcome. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you guys? I'm fantastic. Got uh, DC Luke Casey along for the ride with us. DC, how's it going, bud? Fantastic as well. Fantastic as well. All right. CJ, jump right in. Your Instagram post, for starters, they're not short, but they're meaningful. Is your goal to inspire other runners who may be struggling, or what else is going on? So I, I'm i one of the – well, I, I would say that many across the Charlotte running community and most across the Charlotte running community believe that any anybody who runs – any distance is a runner. And so I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of uh, folks out there who don't consider themselves to be runners and, um, you know, because they don't feel like they're running enough or they're doing enough or um, they may not be running as fast as other people and um, running as far as other people. And I just believe that um, regardless of um, you know, uh, how, how, how much you're running, um, regardless of, you know, what background you may have that you are a, a runner for sure. And so I like to share everything. Um, I know that social media can be, um, highlight reels and <laughs> there's more to it than, uh, you know, the, the highlights, the, the, the PRs and all, all of that. And so I try my best to share um, my journey and how I became uh, a runner and, and continue to run. So um, my social media posts definitely are not short. They are infrequent, but whenever I do post, I try to share a lot about just what's going on uh, in my head for sure. Well, and, and clearly there's plenty. Uh, like my wife says, when you get out there and, and when you run long distance, it is a lot of time to spend with your own thoughts. And it's great that you're able to bring them back and, and you know, and encapsulate those in the space for, for folks to kind of figure out what's going on. Uh, how did you, you talk about your running journey. How did yours start? Oh, man, uh, DC, it goes it goes way back. So, um, I, I, <laughs> you're not that so, old man. It can't go that far back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And so for me, um, back in, I believe it was spring of 2013, I mm-hmm. agreed to, um, do a Spartan race with a few of my coworkers at the time. And I, uh, 
signed up for it, I believe that that uh, previous fall. And then as what happens in many, in any ca many cases, um, I ended up not preparing for it at all. Um, I got busy and life got in the way, but I had already said to these folks that I would do this race. Mm -hmm. So I did the race. I thought it was going to kill me. It was a, <laughs> it was a five, a five mile, um, Spartan race in the mm -hmm. cold. And, you know, um, I ended up interviewing for a job later on that year, um, after the Spartan race and, uh, met somebody at the interview who said, Hey, like I did that race and it was a piece of cake for me. And I said, how was that? And he said, Oh, I trained for it. And I said, well, how did you train for it? And, uh, that's how I ended up getting involved with F3 nation. Mm -hmm. Um, it took me a year to come out for that. I made a decision that I, I was going to get in the best shape of my life by my 35th birthday. I was, I think I was 31 at the time that I tried to do that Spartan race and completed it, but still, still failed. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> um, oh my so gosh. A, a few years later, I, you know, started working out doing the Spartan races. Those became not as much of a challenge for me anymore. I got talked into, into doing the Blue Ridge Relay. Um, so I had to prepare for that. It took me nine months to prepare for that. Um, completed the Blue Ridge Relay. Um, got talked into doing a half, which I will say that my, um, I think my second half ever was the um, Charlotte Marathon half. And I got, and it was literally, I, I think I decided to do it right before the race, like a few days before. Um, and then I wondered, huh, is a marathon as difficult as what the Blue Ridge Relay was? And it couldn't be much more difficult than a half. You know, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I, I'll tell you, I, I, I ran my first marathon. I set a goal. I fell 39 seconds short of that goal. And um, because of that, I had to go after that, that goal. Um, and had I, had I not, had I met my goal initially, I think I would have been a one and done marathoner, but because I didn't there meet that go. first goal, um, I kept going and I've been going ever since. That's awesome, man. The, yep. Yes. I would say the, the comparison between the Blue Ridge Relay and the, and the marathon, any marathon pretty different <laughs> and oh, i'm yeah. not gonna lie the cats the cats i run, uh, run that thing with every year they have this thing on lock all i have to do is show up so it is mad lux <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. like I, I totally sympathize for folks that are sleeping in vans and laying down in the parking lot and stuff like that but even then at least you get a break so <laughs> that's, that's right that's right yeah and I, I i will say that um you know for for myself it's you know, it, it, it definitely changed my life for sure. I was about 40 pounds overweight um, when I first started doing my, my F3 workouts and, Go off, man. Um, you know, yep. And throughout the, the years and the, the workouts and the, the running and, you know, with, with marathoning, at least for, for me, I, I realized that if I ate something that was not great for me the night before a run, then it would affect my performance. And so, um, just by the fact that mm -hmm. I was always training for something, I started to eat better, you know, and I was more active. And so I've been able to, um, maintain that, that healthy, healthier lifestyle, um, for several years now as a result of, of running. That's so I absolutely awesome, love it.
Good for you. So what do you think is, uh, what do you think for you is the hardest part of, of your training? Is it, you know, the, the physical, the mental, the motivation, what, what challenges you the most? I think it's the mental for sure. Um, but I also, I also try to make things as difficult for myself as I can <laughs> in a sense uh, from a mental perspective. Um, the way that I see it is if you can overcome either way, you're going to suffer. Um, and I know that sounds bad, but either you're going to go through, mm -hmm. either you're going to train hard and race easy, um, or you're going to not train properly and then suffer during, during the race. And so, um, I like to do things mm -hmm. like, um, do like 10 mile, um, runs on the track. Um, as part of my speed work. So you can imagine that's 40-ish laps. That is a huge Good mental grief. challenge. Oh, yep. <laughs> you know, I will go oh, out man. during the hottest parts of the day um, and do speed work, um, you know, just to train my mind because I know my body will follow if I can, if I can, you right. know, train my mind for sure. So I definitely think, Tim, it's the, the mental aspect of it. Oh my gosh, but I'll tell well, you what there, brother. If, I would have trouble keeping up with the during lap counts on uh, a 10-miler <laughs> on the track. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, now, well nowadays, you can, just, you can just program it into your watch. Well, I know, but still, I mean, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not doing it the hard way, though, CJ. That's right, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's not uh, doing it the hard way. <laughs> I'll use my fingers and toes next time. Exactly, man. It's like running down the track with, you know, fingers sticking up. You're like, what is that guy doing? Yep. Yep. But, but all of that, all that to be said, you know, the, 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 you know, the keeping up with yourself like that. And without a doubt, people notice and clearly not just within your family, but within your, your, you know, circles and concentric circles from that uh people keep up and you know there's some there's some pressure to do that do you do you feel any pressure to not just keep it up for yourself but do you feel any external pressure to you know keep no pun intended to keep that kind of pace um i a, a little bit i don't know if this if it's so much pressure but i do know that there are people that are watching um mm -hmm. and whether it's within my family or um, outside of my family. Um, I know that there are people watching. And so, you know, I, mm -hmm. I think it is good to be, to be a, an example for, for others. You know, like I said, I, I did not, I never would have thought that I would be doing what I'm doing today um, back then in, in 2013. But I, I will say that I, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of those also who likes to be, well, maybe not like is the word, um, but I will be out there in all conditions, <laughs> rain, snow. And I met somebody um, years ago who said, hey, man, um, I used to see you every day, you know, um, running. And he would almost, uh, you know, count on me to not not be there. Like, oh, OK, it's. It's, it's, you know, it's raining. There's no way I'm going to see this guy out there. And he'd be heading to work and he'd see me out there. And what? then a few years later, I, I met him and he said, hey, you know, it was, you were one of the reasons why I started running because I said, if this guy That's is awesome. out here, you know, doing this, then <laughs> what excuse do I have? 
So, so yeah. I'm not sure I'd take that as a compliment. (laughs) 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 Man, if the fat kid can do it, I can do it, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) You know, but, you know, you you just never know um, who's watching. So I think it's important. It's totally true. That's true. So you're you're not just... uh, an ambassador and uh, you know we've talked uh, kind of offline about your your uh, f3 handle the farm and you can you can explain that later but just like you've got a couple different groups you're a you're a part of tell us about that and and why that's important to you okay yep uh the 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 first group that i'll mention is f3 nation um i've been a part of uh and particularly the, the Mecca region, we call it, which is Mecklenburg-Cabarrus County. Um, I've been a part of F3 Nation going on seven years. It'll be seven years in July, July 26th. Wow. Um, and so uh, that, that's important to me because of just, you know, what, what they stand for, which is um, mm-hmm. male community leadership. We um, work to build leaders within the community we get in shape, we form relationships with each other. And then what the goal is to then turn that outward and say, okay, we're, we're in great shape. We have these, this, this strong network. Now, what can we do with it? And so, you know, we look to do um, volunteer activities. Um, you know, some guys uh, put on an event um, not too long ago to donate to a soup kitchen, I believe, you know, so it's, it's great. It's a great network of of guys. And so um, also I'm a member of Black Men Run and I've been running with them now, I think for about three-ish years and the missions are are very similar as well, where um, it's called a healthy, you know, they call it a healthy brotherhood where it's not exclusive to just Black men, but the focus is on, the health of African-American men. And so, um, you know, heart disease, stroke, all these different things that we have risk factors for, it seeks to um, go against that through um, physical activity. So it's called Black Men Run, but there are guys who walk. um, There are guys who bike. There are guys who lift weights. There are guys who do all of those different things. And so, um, you know, that group is also very um, important to me as well and it's been really cool actually to kind of see since the missions are so similar it's been interesting to see them kind of start to come together and participate in activities um, together um, for sure to see my worlds kind of come together <laughs> between these two, <laughs> these two yeah. groups so yeah. yep and then of course there's a Charlotte Marathon Ambassadors as well which uh, I know you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll probably talk about, but that's also a group of, uh, and this is my third year being a Charlotte Marathon ambassador. And one of the cool things about the, the ambassadors is just the diversity of, of the group, um, the various groups. And so you have folks who are, um, could be running their first 5k to seasoned marathoners and ultra marathoners. Um, you know, we have, somebody who's a, a cancer survivor. We've previously had somebody who was, um, we've had two cancer survivors now that I, that I ran with. Um, we've had a, um, a, a pastor, we've had um, a marathon maniac, 
We've had all, all different walk, fitness instructors. We've had all different walks of life. And so I think, you know, that's important, right? Because the Charlotte Marathon running community is very diverse as well. And so the, the Marathon Ambassadors represent that, that community, I think, very well. I enjoy working with them. Yeah. And the thing that binds all of yeah. you together is the fact that you're all terribly good looking. So <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows that, right? So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, DC. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're right. No, That's what you say. Yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> no matter what I say, it's going to be the wrong answer. So <laughs> no, no, no. You just say, yeah, you're right. And you just roll on. <laughs> So obviously the marathon is on your calendar for later this year, but now that uh, events are starting to open up and the excitement is brewing for summer and fall events, what else have you got on your calendar? Oh man, I have, um, of course I've got the six pack. I've got the, you know, we mentioned the the, the marathon. Mm -hmm. I have a race coming up in July called the bear and it's, oh, yeah. Out in Lim- yeah, it's out in Linville, North Carolina. And so yeah. for those who don't know, it's a five mile run up Grandfather Mountain. Um, that's a mental challenge. That's the reason yes. why I do it. Um, in August, I'm signed up for a, um, a 30 hour race. Uh, my goal is going to be a 100K. Uh, my wife signed me up for a 30 hour race last year, <laughs> about I think a week, a week before um the race was going to take place and i managed to run 54 miles in the 30 hour time so i'm nice. gonna go for 100k this time good for you uh blue ridge relay in september and i think i'm i'm probably forgetting some others but my you know it went from nothing to my calendar being like i think i have too much on my calendar now so i'm not sure how many of those those races I'm actually going to race versus just run? Right. Um, well, because I don't want to. Because I don't want you know. Ted mentioned the foot injury in the intro, and I don't want to get hurt again. <laughs> so I'm going to exactly. try my best yeah. to not get hurt. Yep. Well, I, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna do well. Um, there, there was something about. Uh, I heard something about Boston. You, you had that uh, kind of on a calendar, but but gave that up. What, what's the backstory on that? Oh man. Oh man, Tim. So my ultimate, you know, my ultimate goal is to qualify for Boston. And so I've been working, I've been working towards it now for, um, I think about three years. I decided shortly before Chicago in 2018 that I was Mm -hmm. going to, you know, I think I could, I could do it. And it was also around that time that they pushed back, they changed the, uh, the qualifiers, um, I think they, yeah. they, they pushed them back by about five, five minutes. And so all of these, all of these races to me are, are, you know, stepping stones to qualifying for Boston. Good for you. And so um, my original plan was to go for it this year to, to, you know, because I'm, I'm very methodical as um, some people may know um, I'm a planner. And so I'm not a BQ or bust kind of guy. I'm a, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to chip a few minutes, you know, off. And I thought this yeah. year was going to be the year, but of course the pandemic uh, 
changed yeah. changed that uh, for me. Um, and so I'm I'm hoping that uh, perhaps next year will be the year that I that I qualify. But there's still there's still six months left in in 2021. So so it's we'll true. see what happens. Yep, it's true. That's true. They, uh, I, I think I heard the qualifying times were insanely low this year, yes. just because of the, yeah. the extra pent up demand from yeah. the pandemic from not yeah. running in 2020. So you got theoretically twice as many people trying to qualify and get in. And so, it, you know, normally it's two to three minutes. And this year, I, I think I heard it was seven to eight minutes yeah, below exactly. the, you know, the threshold. And so. <laughs> It's like, dang, you know, and, and for some people, you know, that that qualifying time is going to expire and in a normal year, they might have made it in, but th yeah. there's just not going to be, they're not going to get, you know, you, you get that qualifying time once and it's, it's hard to, you know, I've run enough marathons to know just because you run it once a certain time once doesn't mean you can duplicate that. There's so many different factors that, that play into it. So I, I, I think you, I, I know you will qualify because uh, you are a, uh, a determined individual and, and uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate you joining us this morning for the, the running around Charlotte podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on and thank you for what you do for the community, not just with the Charlotte marathon ambassadors, but for F3 nation and black man run and, uh, the other groups that you're a part of and, and the missions that they uh, that they seek to uh, achieve in the community. And I, I think that's important. It's, it's not just a group of people that get together and run to train for an event. It's getting together to train for life. And, you know, the, the iron sharpens iron adage uh, is, is, is definitely true in your life as well. And, and I admire you for that. So thank you for your time this morning and we look forward to seeing you out. By the way, the, we got to cover this. Uh, your, your Instagram handle is what? So people can, uh, start following and, uh, reading your, your, uh, posts. My Instagram handle is UNC, the number four, mm -hmm. me, 82. And I, so I'm, I'm a Tar Heel. And so that's where the UNC for me comes through, come, comes in. And the 82, don't worry about, don't worry about what that. <laughs> that's definitely not the year I was born or anything. So don't worry about no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, it, 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 well, you must be the 82nd person that has the UNC that's for right. me. Or, or, that's it. Yeah, and, that's it. And there's nothing wrong with being born before 82. I just want to throw that out there for, you know, if you're uh, kicking dirt on us, you know. All right, CJ, yep. thank you so much, buddy. We'll see you out there and uh, good luck with your training. All right. Thank you all as well. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.